What's up, this Shaq Barrett, outside linebacker of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you're listening to the Fresh Fantasy Podcast. What is going on, everybody? I hope you're having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 56th episode of Season 3. Today, we are talking about the Edge Week 6. And for those of you that don't know what the Edge is just yet, this is a tool created by the 33rd team. And basically, what this tool does is it allows you to see what players succeed against what coverages. So if you know what teams like to run, what kinds of, you know, fantasy football coverages or real NFL coverages, and you can see what players succeed against the most, but that's complicated. So that's why we are here to give you the best possible stats by using this tool and finding the best information possible for it. But don't forget, you can find it at the 33rdteam.com slash the edge. And joining me today, back for another week of the edge, is the talented, the amazing, my statistician, my friend, and most importantly, an up-and-coming fantasy football star. He is Ben Wolby. Ben, we will toss it to you first today because we are on a time crunch. What is your first stat for the Edge this week that the people need to know about? Yeah, thanks for the intro, Alex. Um, This week, diving into the Edge, I think it is going to be an AJB week. And maybe there's some concern for AJ Brown after his week five stat line. Three receptions, 32 yards, and just six fantasy points in PPR. But you don't need to sweat it. This week, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are facing the Dallas Cowboys, who are running cover two on 25% of their plays. And that's that's a top three rate among all NFL teams. Not only that, but Jalen Hurts is top three in yards per attempt when targeting receivers lined up wide against cover two. And, you know, I think we're a little bit lucky because A.J. Brown actually leads the league in fantasy points when lined up wide. He has the most yards. He has the third most receptions. He has the highest target percentage of Eagles wide receivers lined up five, about 40%. And if all those stats don't make you feel good about him, keep in mind that Dallas is giving up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers lined up wide, about 80.2 so far this season. Uh, If you're looking to trade for A.J. Brown, do it before his game on Sunday. And if you're worried and thinking about trading him away, don't. I think this is a huge week for A.J. Brown. I think he'll finish as a top five wide receiver. Well, I think the other thing to note about A.J. Brown is just that, the like you mentioned, with the Cowboys running, you know, really a lot of cover two, Jalen Hurts also targets outside wide receivers with a top three yards per attempt when playing against cover two, which also favors, you know, A.J. Brown and that deep ball getting going. I think this game is going to be a little bit of a shootout. These offenses have been both playing really well, even with Cooper Rush, at quarterback for the Cowboys. I think I expect a lot of points for both teams. There'll be some good stuff in there. But speaking of good stuff, how about Amari Cooper against man coverage? Amari Cooper this week has the New England Patriots who run the top rate of man coverage in the NFL. And Amari Cooper scores 0.34 fantasy points per snap against zone which is not that great and he scores 0.57 points per snap versus man coverage that is almost double as good against man coverage versus zone coverage and since 2021 amari cooper has scored the 10th most fantasy points versus man coverage compared to 27th versus zone and this is while playing double the zone snaps to man so he dominates against man and he sees about one snap against man coverage compared to two for every two against zone. So he doesn't get to play a lot of man. And now he's playing against the team that runs the highest rate 
and he has been a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL against man coverage. I think there's going to be a big week for Amari Cooper against these New England Patriots that have not been that great defensively. They did shut out the Lions, but I think against teams like the Browns that have more of a higher-paced offense and threats like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt coming out of the backfield, I think it's going to open up the game for Amari Cooper, especially for someone that succeeds as much as he does against man coverage. Ben, we'll go back to you. What is your next stat? Yeah, well, before I jump into that, I actually want to highlight that I think Amari Cooper is also an awesome, safe wide receiver to play this week. Aside from the week two game that the Patriots had against the Steelers, uh, the Patriots have allowed at least 89 yards to a wide receiver each and every game. Wow. Yeah. And like you said, Amari Cooper, he doesn't face a ton of man. But this year, he has the 13th most fantasy points facing man coverage. And if you look back to 2021, it's the 10th most fantasy points against man coverage. Amari Cooper is just primed for a great week this week. That is amazing. Sure is. Speaking of amazing, how amazing has Brees Hall been this year? Uh, I think he's due for another RB1 finish this week. And the reason I think that is because the Packers are rushing the quarterback at the second highest rate in the NFL when the Jets play the Packers this week. They're rushing on about 40% of their plays. And Zach Wilson, he's checking down to running backs at the third highest rate of starting quarterbacks uh, that are starting on Sunday when he's facing the Blitz. And even if you take a look back at the games he started last year, that's at the seventh highest rate. The only running back that didn't see at least five targets against the Packers defense was David Montgomery. And we know Brees Hall has been getting a ton of targets and he's going to continue to see a ton of targets on Sunday. He has, um, sorry, in my research, I've highlighted this game as one of my favorites to go over the Vegas total of 45 and a half points. It's a pretty average line. And I think that these two offenses could very easily hit that mark. So Brees Hall should see a ton of action in a high scoring game. And uh, the Packers have given up the eighth most rushing yards to running backs. We've seen Brees Hall command more and more rushes and targets each and every week. I think this is just another week that it's an uptick in usage, and it's a really good matchup for him. Well, especially with how he's been playing, not to mention that all that great stuff that you had coming off, he's coming off the best game of his career. You know, he's put up, he's already, a, you know, a fantasy football running back one, and his rush attempts have gone up every week of the season he went from six seven eight to 17 and then 18 so this trajectory continues and he sees 18 plus rushing yard 18 plus rush attempts against this team like you said it's given up the eighth most rushing yards i think we're in for a big week from Brees hall but i think deontay johnson is also finally in for a big week i know kenny pickett's the quarterback but i think that that actually benefits deontay johnson who saw 13 targets last week and the biggest thing that why i think that you know, Deontay Johnson can have a big week is that, you know, he's playing the Tampa Bay Bucks, which is going to be a high scoring game. Bucks are going to score a lot of points. And the Tampa Bay Bucks run the second highest rate of man coverage behind only the Patriots. And similar to Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson has scored the ninth most points versus man coverage since the start of 2021 and the 21st most against zone. So he's been good against both. But he's amazing against man coverage. He scores only 0.34 fantasy points per snap versus zone and 0.49 fantasy points per snap versus man. That is a 
almost 30% increase when he's playing man coverage versus zone. This Tampa Bay team has been only middle of the pack against wide receivers, and they're a pass-funnel defense. They run a lot of deeper coverages, and they don't play as much up towards the line. They're forcing teams to beat them chunk by chunk and rather not trying to give up many deep plays. And that favors Deontay Johnson, who historically has been a very low, you know, average depth of target type player. So in terms of the scheme, it fits them well. In terms of how much man coverage, it fits Deontay Johnson well. And the fact that he sees about a 30% increase when playing man coverage versus zone, I think that he's going to be in for a solid game this week. He has not scored a touchdown yet in 2022, but I think that that touchdown is going to be coming this week. But Ben, let's throw it back to you for another amazing stat. I think I saw earlier this week a tweet that said Deontay Johnson leads the league in targets without a touchdown. Regression is incoming. This guy's got to score a touchdown sooner or later. Yeah. My next stat, it's probably not a bold take. It's probably something that everybody's anticipating. But it's, it's not a bold take to say that the best tight end and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL are going to have a good week in fantasy football. But I still need to point out that I think Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are going to feast against the Bills defense. The Bills defense runs a ton of zone. They actually run the third most. About 66% of their defensive plays are in zone. And Kelsey has 806 yards. That's the 19th most since 2021 versus zone amongst all pass catchers. So that includes wide receivers, running backs, and other tight ends. And not only that, but the Bills hardly ever blitz. They're blitzing at the lowest rate this year. And Mahomes has the fourth most yards and third most fantasy points when he's not being blitzed. That's because he is surgical. And those stats are are since last year. Mahomes is absolutely surgical. Kelsey is his wide receiver one. I don't care that he plays tight end. I don't care if he's in line, if he's slot, no matter where he is, he is going to get the ball. And the Bills defense just hasn't been the same with some key injuries to Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Last week, we saw Travis Kelsey only finish the game with four touchdowns. No big deal, but 25 yards. That's the 12th fewest yards he's had in his 132 career games with at least 10 routes run. So if there's any reason that you're you're panicking or you're sweating over this duo uh, in a game where they're the underdogs and, and quite frankly shouldn't be, don't panic. And if you bet on sports, consider some of their overs because I really do think that they are going to demolish this Bills defense. Yeah, I think they're going to demolish them too. Again, and the other thing that I'd also point out is there's only three games in the NFL this week that are over a 46-point game total on on between Sunday and Monday. And this Chiefs-Bills game is one of those games, one of the higher fantasy point totals. I'd be targeting them in DFS. If you have a player on either of these sides, you got to be playing them in your redraft league because there is going to be a lot of fantasy points scored this week. But speaking of a lot of fantasy points scored, I think the Vikings are going to score a lot of fantasy points this week. The Dolphins run the sixth highest rate of cover two. And... Kirk Cousins has the seventh highest fantasy points per snap against cover two. And this Miami Dolphins defense is going to be without Tua. They might be without Teddy Bridgewater. And they might be studying Skylar Thompson once again at quarterback. And that means that their defense is probably going to be on the field a lot, whether it's Teddy B or it's Skylar Thompson. I think Miami's going to be playing a lot of snaps on defense. And already Miami is allowing the third most points to quarterbacks, the 12th most points to wide receivers. And the eighth most points to tight ends. 
And not to mention that they're already depleted at secondary. They're missing both cornerbacks, Byron Jones and Trill Williams this week. And Justin Jefferson has started to heat up with 301 receiving yards over the last two weeks. Irv Smith has increased his route participation in three straight weeks. And then you have that Kirk Cousins is very successful against this type of defense. This Miami defense is also banged up. They're allowing a lot of points to all these different positions that are mostly the you know receiving positions. They've been a little bit tougher against running backs, but particularly versus quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end. They've been giving up a lot of points. I think that is big for Kirk Cousins. It is big for that whole you know, passing offense itself. And not to mention that one other stat I want to point out is that both Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen right now are top 10 in the NFL in routes run. The more volume equals the more fantasy points. I think that both those guys are due for a big week against the Miami Dolphins this week. Ben, let's go back to you for the next stat. Yeah, I think I just took a stat that I think is a no-brainer. I talked about one of the best duos in fantasy football now i've got to talk about a guy who is one of the best in fantasy football why i think he's going to have a bad week and that guy is christian mccaffrey i think he's going to be shut down by the rams defense they're running uh cover three at the highest rate in the league 37 percent of their defensive plays and they're allowing the third fewest yards per attempt to running backs when they're in cover three get rid of the coverage they're allowing the fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs total if you take a look at the running backs they faced Devin Singletary James Connor Eno Benjamin Zach Moss the only running back that finished with more than three receptions was Zach Moss it was in week one he had six receptions but he only totaled 21 yards six receptions that is the 13th most uh, receptions that any running back has had this year in a single game which wow. 13th most that's pretty good right but the 21 yards he had ranks 103rd most it's nothing it's negligible he was shut down despite a ton of usage and that's because bobby wagner leonard floyd aaron donald these are some of the best guys on defense in the nfl they're going to continue to be great at shutting down opposing running backs anecdotally we know what christian mccaffrey is capable of and rumor has it that the panthers are willing to part with some of their stars because they only have four picks in the 2023 draft four they're rebuilding they need picks if they're going to be looking to showcase anybody this week it's going to be dj moore and just to talk about dj moore and christian mccaffrey real quick christian mccaffrey ranks fourth in target share when pj walker is the passing um, court, when, when P.J. Walker is the quarterback, and that's likely who we're going to see at the helm this week. D.J. Moore, on the other hand, he runs the most routes, but he's only second in target percentage to Robbie Anderson. Either way, he leads the team in receiving yards um, when P.J. Walker is the quarterback. So I think D.J. Moore, Robbie Anderson, we might see more of them, but we're not going to see a whole lot from Christian McCaffrey this week. Definitely. That is crazy and real quick just yes or no answer we'll move on quick christian mccaffrey has seen at least 100 plus total yards or a touchdown and i think 27 straight games now do you think the streak ends this week i think there's a chance he scores a touchdown but i don't think he sees 100 yards no wow okay you heard it here first ben calling the end of this streak this week i also want to have a, another streak that I want to talk about, and it's going to be a streak of just how many points that Tom Brady puts up against the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. The Steelers run top seven rates of both cover one and cover two, and Tom Brady is top four in total points scored against those two coverages. 
since the start of last year. He's thrown 13 touchdowns, to only four interceptions. And the Steeler team has been, you know, middle of the pack versus running back in tight end, but they've given up the fifth most points to quarterbacks and the single most points to wide receivers. They've given up an NFL high nine touchdowns in five weeks to wide receivers, including the single most receiving yards of any team to the wide receiver position. And, you know, Chris Godwin is only getting healthier. Tom Brady also has this guy named Mike Evans that's pretty good. They're going to have Julio Jones. It's going to be Russell Gage. And no team has been worse against wide receivers than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is going to be a big game for Tom Brady. We just saw that you know Josh Allen just absolutely lit up this Steelers defense last week. They're playing against Kenny Pickett, who I don't think is going to be able to keep the Steelers on the field too often. And I think the Bucs are just going to score tons and tons and tons of points. And it seems like it's going to come from those wide receivers. I'm expecting absolutely massive games from Brady, Godwin, Evans. I think this is more of a DFS take than anything that I would be putting some stacks of you know, Brady with Godwin and Evans and then maybe doing a run back of Deontay Johnson on the other side. I think that that is going to be a big stack for this week. Ben, we will go back to you for the final stat of the day. Yeah, um, my final stat of the day is I think we will see a, another blockbuster week for Hollywood Brown just ahead of DeAndre Hopkins' return. The reason for that, the Seahawks are running the fifth most in zone coverage, and Marquise Hollywood Brown has the eighth most fantasy points this year against zone coverage. And he actually is the fourth if you include last season when he was on the Ravens. Every single team against uh, the, the Seahawks this year has had a wide receiver with at least 54 yards. And, and that's not a lot. I think the appeal comes from how many targets we can expect Hollywood Brown to see because no wide receiver has had double digit targets against Seattle's defense. And that's, I think every week, but one, what Marquise Hollywood Brown has seen. He's established himself as the number one target in the Cardinals offense. And he has a 26% target share, which ranks 16th in the league. Facing this coverage against one of the worst defenses in the league, I really think that Hollywood Brown just absolutely has a smash week. What about you, Alex? Yeah, well, I think that he's going to have an absolutely amazing week. I mean, like you said, he's actually had the most targets in the NFL over the last four weeks, at least 10 targets in all four of these games. He's put up a minimum of 68 receiving yards over those four games. He's seen a touchdown in three of the five games this season, but I also have something interesting to add. And, and I think one of the other things to expand upon your point is that since last year, Hollywood Brown has scored the fourth most points against zone coverage. Like you mentioned, Seahawks run the fifth highest rate, but Marquise Brown has been 52nd most against man. That's just how dominant he's been against zone. And not only that Marquise Brown, since the beginning of last year, has scored six touchdowns versus zone coverage. The only players in the NFL with six or more touchdowns against zone are Mike Williams, Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs, and Tyreek Hill. That's it. Those guys in Marquise Brown. And then Marquise Brown only having three players to score more points against zone coverage from the wide receiver position since the beginning of 2021. And if you think of where Marquise Brown would rank on that list of since 2021 fantasy points, it definitely wouldn't be in the top 10, which just shows, again, how dominant he is against zone. I'm expecting another big, absolutely massive week. DeAndre Hopkins is due back in week seven. And this could be Marquise Brown's final big blow-up game maybe before DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And he continues to break out and be amazing. But that is it for today in week six of The Edge. I hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to hit my Twitter DMs at Alex Caruso to let us know 
feedback on the show. We're trying to make this the best possible show we can. But as always, don't forget to follow my man at Ben Wolby on Twitter, a rising star in this fantasy football community. You are going to see his takeover over the next couple of years. So make sure to keep an eye on that. But also keep an eye on the edge at 33rdteam.com slash the dash edge. One of the greatest fantasy football tools ever created. But that is it for today. And you guys already know. You guys got to please leave a review. You guys already know what to do. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day.